So, two weeks in prison. How's it been? It's been fascinating. Remember, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime, Simon. (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, just talking with Lil, actually, and um, she said, and have they done this? And are you able to do this? And I said, I think that's MIQ Plus you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea that there's somehow striations that you get to pay a little more. For, um... Yeah, if your name was uh, Hugh Jackman, you would be able to do uh, whatever you want. Hi, I'm Nicole yeah, Kidman. He's... Come right through. Please cough into my face directly. What was the word? <laughs> cough. Cough. <laughs> what did you think I wanted her to do to my I, face? I don't know. I, didn't, I just <laughs> missed it. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> That's nice. Thanks for that. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. If there's anything else you want to just expectorate or just generally hoik out of your body in front of me, I'm Well, good. there's going to be a knock at my door soon with my breakfast. Oh, are you going to eat during the podcast? Well, I, I, yeah, I feel a little awkward, but, um, I, but yes. I thought I might try. <laughs> it's waffles. I can't wait till it cools down. I can't wait till it cools down even more, my waffle. This is a podcast in which two friends have serious conversations about silly things and silly conversations about serious things. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. So are you D-Mob happy? What'd you say? Are you D-Mob happy? D-Mob you understand the phrase, yeah? Of course I do. Uh, okay. Oh, do you Ooh, hear that? There's your, that's your waffles. Get your waffles. My waffles. Go get them. Uh, go get them. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, okay, okay. I have to put my mask on and stuff. And I can't hear you right now. Thank you. It's going to be so strange when I get to open a door without having to put a mask on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> How are your waffles? They are pretty much the same as the last four times I've had them. Okay. What fruit have you got? Yeah, well, the waffles. I've got uh, kiwi fruit. Mm-hmm. How, how, some other... how appropriate in New Zealand. <laughs> Yes, it's a New Zealand-themed waffle. Um, and some raspberries. A little bit squashed. Okay. And a little thing of uh, maple syrup to pour over them. Should I eat them? Should I eat them or should I wait? Oh, you should eat them. Come on. There's probably somebody out there who's going to think this is ASMR, and they'll be all like, oh, Simon and Lee go mukbang. How exciting. I can never, I, I can never remember that acronym. ASMR. I've just dropped the yes. I've just dropped the uh, cord of my headphones into the maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) I've just I've just licked the cord of my headphones. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, have you come across the concept of the mukbang? The mukbang. Yeah, M U K B A N G. Mukbang. 
I'm just taking a photo of my setup because I think it is very funny with the maple with the waffles in the in the background. Well, if you take a pic, if you if you filmed yourself eating it, we could actually go full mukbang for the listener. <laughs> Listen to you taking a photograph with the actual <laughs> clicky noise. <laughs> I forgot. I've had my phone. Uh, come on, Mr. Apple Watch. I've um I've had my phone on, which I never have my phone with the um noise on. Yeah. <laughs> noise um, because uh, because actually there are people who are calling me at the moment that I really want to be able to talk with yeah you this is you don't like want to miss it yeah because you could be 12 feet away from your phone you would hate to miss it because that would no that was actually serious in the sense that if you're in a room of the dimensions that you're in and your phone's on silence and it's the wrong way around you could miss a call and, and that would be like well, what the fuck else am I doing in this room <laughs> <sighs> Is your mum super, super stoked about you, um, about you getting out? She is pretty excited, yeah. Mm. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, I'm just really looking forward to hanging out with her, you know, and, and with my brothers yeah. and, um, and my, my, my sister's an MIQ now as well, not the same. Is she? Yeah, she's a, a week behind me. And uh, just your sister or have the, the offspring also come? Are you trying to shame her? <laughs> Why would I be shaming her for having children? <laughs> no, for not bringing them, I mean. No, I was just trying to work out how many people were in MIQ. <laughs> how many Ellis's? How many Ellis's are in MIQ? Yeah. Is there the full set? Yeah, no, just, the... just her. Just okay, her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can imagine the expense is, is not something to be sneezed at either. MIQ is not... Um, this is an expensive waffle. Um, yes, 3100 New Zealand dollars. Not the waffle. No, just the experience. Wowzers. That is, uh, that's a spicy meatball, as they say nowhere. It is. And, um, you know, most, pe- most listeners p- probably won't quite know what a New Zealand dollar is worth. But let's just imagine that it's worth a lot. Yeah, let's say it's worth more than a pound. I'm going to monologue for a little while so that you can chew and swallow because I'm... Should I'm, I stop? Should no. I, should I no, do it? No, I'm, sure? just, I'm just anxious about you choking and trying to get them down too fast. So I, I'll just monologue at you while you, <laughs> while you chew. Tell me about muck banging. Muck banging? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you bang. I mean, you muck bang. I don't know if you would... I don't know how you conjugate the it's verb. It's not a verb? I don't know. I, um, but it's it's a, a thing that happens on the internet and on YouTube where people order lots of food and eat it and film themselves eating it. And that seems to be the long and the short of it. So unfortunately, <laughs> me explaining mukbanging will take less time than you eating your waffle. But there you go. Did it originate in Japan? I don't know. I don't know anything about it beyond I once stumbled across some people stuffing their faces full of Taco Bell and uh, talking about the guac. I I was quite concerned by them, but nevertheless, they were guacking it all up and down town and, and how creamy it was and, oh, and it just really cuts through and I just had to switch it off. And that was on the internet? That was on the internet, yes. This wasn't on the BBC. And how did you get from AS, ASMR? ASMR to mukbanging. To mukbanging. Well, because ASMR often is people like like putting things like ice chips in their mouth and then putting their mouth near a microphone and then kind of like going so sh- you know, making noises and i know they exactly, then also yeah, yeah. do the, the kind of like oh now i'm just gonna oh, i'm just rubbing my fingers on my microphone which i'm now doing i don't know if you can hear that oh. i know i'm going to um i'm here's uh here's some asmr of uh, waffle eating <laughs> Oh, really, that makes me want to wretch. Stop it. <laughs> it's so upsetting to me. It's so upsetting. I find 
Oh, I found mouth sounds. I'm taking my I'm taking my headphones off. I've no idea if Simon is talking at this point because I've taken my headphones off my ears because I can't cope with the idea of other people's mouth sounds. I mean, oh. I'm okay in in daily life, but when it when it comes to coming directly into my now? ear holes, it feels it feels <laughs> it feels too much. You're not listening to me. I'm not listening. I'm just talking because I've no idea if he is still. Would you like ASMR of, so- of me oh, eating a, a kiwi fruit? What? What? Would you like ASMR of me eating a kiwi fruit? I would rather not. Hey, there's a kiwi fruit tree, or a kiwi tree, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just around the corner from us. And uh, Jeff has discovered it. And he has been in his little doggy element, walking underneath going, Lee, here's another kiwi. I'm going to eat it. Here's another kiwi. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat Does all eat these kiwis all? until I get... Oh, he ate about seven and then was looking at me like, I think I might get diarrhea later. Who knows? Let's find out why he, the wind blows us. He was totally mukbanging, wasn't he? He was mukbanging on fallen kiwis. I'm almost finished. Uh-huh. What are you using to mop? That stick spoon. Oh. Why don't you just go straight with your tongue? Just like get in there and just Quite a deep it. container and get it all over my mouth and then it would be all over the mic. Who's going to and... see? Oh, Wow, I'm mainlining maple syrup right now. Whoa, holy shit. In about three minutes' time, you're going to get really giddy, aren't you? In my Q+. Okay. Do you have a, a topic for today? This, I don't have a topic. I, there are oh. various things that, uh, a couple of things that happened that I could talk about. Oh. But um, I'm also happy to be, um, I'm happy to, uh, if you've got something on your mind. No, my mind is is pretty empty. The only thing that I'm aware of is that we we opened a box on shame a, a couple of weeks ago, and then we, we never we never emptied it out. And I also I I wonder this can easily be excised from the uh, from the narrative should we want to. But I'm also remembering that I once asked you about the tattoo you had removed. And you oh, said, yes. I'm not sure that I could talk about that. I'm too full of shame. So I was like, oh, I ah. wonder if we could blend the two together. So I'm just uh, I'm just doing a DuckDuckGo search for shame. An unpleasant self-conscious emotion typically associated with a negative evaluation of the self, withdrawal motivations and feelings of distress, exposure, mistrust, powerlessness and worthlessness. <sighs> How do you separate shame and guilt? Well, it's it's interesting you say that because there's an entire section of um, yeah they're making the distinction between um, societal or cultural values mm-hmm. and internal values. Right. Shame being associated with societal um, or social or cultural values, while guilt about from violations of one's internal values. Oh, that's so interesting. And I've never heard that before. No, because I tend to think of guilt as being about something and shame being about nothing. Well, the, I think the one that Brene Brown is is that guilt is a it's a it's a feeling of regret about your actions. Yeah. And shame is about who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So guilt is something you did. Shame is yeah. who you are. Yeah. Oh God, that's a lot, isn't it? Maybe we should just put the lid back on it and carry on talking about mukbang. Um, so I don't know. I, I, so I, <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable talking about this. I have so to let's let's like, put the lid on. Let's just let's let's no, not Pandora fine. this it's, motherfucker and just move no, on. Well, you know, it's it's not really in the scheme of things. It's not really a big deal, is it? 
I don't know because I don't know the story. This is, I remember a long time ago you telling me that you had a tattoo and I want to say it was of a tiger on your back. <laughs> a tiger? Well, that's what I remember, but I, I'm, I'm yeah, just, great. I'm, I'm filling in blanks here and then you having it lasered off. I did have it lasered off. It was a naked woman, actually. Oh, that makes a little bit more sense now. <laughs> because I didn't get I didn't get a tattoo of a naked woman. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you would believe. I can't believe you would believe well, that. Well, I can't understand why you had a tattoo and then had it lasered off because there's there's something about. Okay, I, I don't. I you don't strike it was me. Not who I am. Okay, but you don't strike me as somebody who has regrets because it was exactly who you were in that moment. <sighs> Tell, come on, unpick, unpack, divulge. So, I did that thing, which is you know when you go to I don't know the first time you know maybe it's not different, but the first time you go to um, Turkey, you you know you buy a Turkish hat. Or you, or you get some braid in your hair when you go to, you know, France or somewhere, or Canada. Or, you you know, you pick up something local, which when you go back home, you go, oh, what what came over me yeah. to think that yeah. this was a good thing to do. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I did that with a tattoo in America. <laughs> so, you were in America? I was. Whereabouts? Whenabouts? I was in, um, is in 1995, and I was in... Um, Maine. Uh-huh. Land of lobsters, blueberries, and, as it turns out, tattoos. It, uh, yeah, and so um, it's, uh, it, was a little, um, it was a little symbol, uh, basically a circle, an un- unfinished circle, you might say. Mm-hmm. And um, initially I didn't want it somewhere visible. I, was, it was, like, I thought of it as being something for me, you know, like a kind of a reminder. And I thought I would have it, like, basically under my... Under, under the sort of line of my shorts, you know, more or less on my kind of abdomen, but low. Effectively, what what uh, I remember um, someone I met called them those, those, that part of your body, uh, particularly men tend to have it, which is like a, um, a point where the abdominals sort of start to curve in. And it's like there's a little kind of Anyway, doesn't really matter. And um, but the guy giving the tattoos said, "I, oh, you know, I don't want to spend my uh, spend my life with my head down peep, uh, men's crotches." Oh, yeah. That that was the mistake because rather than go, oh well, I don't want to get it. Then. Yeah. I mean, I'll get it somewhere else. Got it on my back, mm-hmm. which is on the back of my right shoulder, and um, was quite kind of happy with it. And um, then realised within weeks that oh wow, this is not me at all. Hmm. It was pretty simple, really. This doesn't. Yeah, this is not uh, uh, not the symbol, not the image, but the, the having be- a tattoo. The being marked. Yeah, well, just having a tattoo. Hmm. I just thought, oh, this is really weird. I'm not. Uh, it's not. That doesn't make sense to me. It was also around the time. I mean, I, this. I think it's unrelated, but it was around the time when I got back. It was around the time Dad was sick, and so Dad was dying, and so I remember. Going, that was the first time I'd been back to New Zealand and I had a tattoo. And I was a little bit going, oh, I'm really self-conscious about this. Really self-conscious. And I think what it did was revealed how self-conscious I am as a human being. Right. And when I say, I don't know, compared with other people, am I more self-conscious? Am I less? No idea. And so that what it struck me was the other day, you said, I wouldn't change anything about myself. 
and I was really captured by that, and I still am. Like it to me, it's like a. I don't think it. I th- it, it seems to me that you're ha- happily self-conscious. You might say that you're aware of those things, but I, you wouldn't change them. Yeah, that really. It, it was. It's kind of like the opposite for me. I couldn't. I could. I was just going. Oh, this. I just feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. So what was the bit that made you feel hot about talking about it? Because that feels like um, what, what it, you know, what it sort I of... didn't, I didn't, it was no, no one was harmed. No, exactly. Because when you said like, well, oh, I feel... Except me, you might say. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it hurt. Really hurt. <laughs> I do, when I see people with lots of tattoos, I go, I go, wow, I'm really impressed. See, I, I've heard people say that and I don't find it particularly uncomfortable. It's a bit tickly, but that's it. You're quite experienced at them now, though, aren't you? Um, I guess so. I've got more than one. Five? One, two, three. Does Bob have a tattoo? No, she doesn't. I have one, two, three, four, five. Oh, shit in hell. Hang about. I'm going to have to take some clothes off to count. One, two, three. This is like, this is ASMR, counting tattoos. Six, seven. I've got eight. Ow. Hmm. Hmm. And do you have a favourite, or are they all your um, favourite children? Oh, do I have a favourite? No, but I, I don't have a favourite. I think I have one that... Ah, uh, okay. One of Bob's pregnancies went on for quite a long time. Um, longer, like, well into the second trimester. Um, hmm. And... So, so she was experiencing lots of um, bodily changes, including new moles appearing on her body as a result of the wow. hormones. Um, when, when the uh, when the baby died, um, she was left with these these after effects. I don't I don't mean the medical things that happen uh, when a when a pregnancy ceases to no. To, you mean the moles? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. There were marks. these there were these markers. Yeah, exactly. There are these marks, and Bob found them to be um, quite re- reassuring, in a huh. way. Um, hmm. That there was a there was there was evidence for her of of a thing that might have been. Um, and I was talking about the the distinction between her lived experience of of that pregnancy and my lived experience of the pregnancy and 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 sort of obvious i'm really stuttering now because this is i've gone i didn't know now i feel hot and weird um Mm. it's uh we did miss a trick not calling the podcast hot and weird didn't we (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah i'm real i'm i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you yeah so um Mm. i i found myself kind of um you know when you're about to say something and you know and also just just to preface it you're really shitting over my um my uh, um tattoo story that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but i hold no i hold no shame about this tattoo but i yeah. i think i no, think no, no. there is a possibility of hearing the hearing the story and going what a what a what a God, there's going to have to be a lot of me editing my stammering out of this episode. Jesus. 
It would be really. Oh, you didn't have, I, I, and people will say, oh, I really like you. Just seem to just plow just in there. Didn't have any scum. any doubts. Yeah, no problems with talking about this. It's amazing your ability. To, yeah, just uh, just uh, dear I'm listeners, so you have no idea out. how much stuttering gets cut out of these uh, <laughs> these conversations. Go on. I effectively was envious of the marks that Bob had on her body because she was able to point ah. to something, and uh, and I said that out loud at one point, and Bob said, "Well, why don't you just have a mark?" Why don't you just get marked so that you have something to point to so that you... Because I said, I don't have anything to remember her by. And that makes me sad. And you do. You can point to all those things that happened on the outside of your body to, to point to her. And I, I don't have that. Um, so effectively, it becomes a memorial tattoo. If you say it like that, I won't lie. I think, God, that's so mawkish. But I also understand it from an internal perspective that it's like there's something there that is not necessarily about a display to the outside world but it might be about a display to yourself it's a spider isn't it yeah yeah it's a spider and and, and, and where we, is it it's on it's on it's your arm on my left arm on the inside of my bicep and um, that's right it's a beautiful it's a beautiful tattoo yeah it is it's it was done really beautifully and the the artist was really great um it's the it's the one that i struggle with the most because i i have such complex yeah. Emotions, uh, emotions, uh, complex memories about the uh, the process of it. Um, but she, it, but it was a spider because we would refer to the um, we 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 talked about the baby. We called it spiderling because when it when it fluttered in Bob's belly, she said it was like having a belly full of spiders. So she called oh. it spiderling because spiderlings is the name of of baby spiders. Yeah. Um, I think the thing, the shame thing, of course. Well, I think there's also, in a way. By talking about it, it it defuses or de-shame, de-shamifies. Mm. And that's, I think, you know, that's partly is also because they're things that are help, we hold close, that, they're, that we suffer yeah. them. Um, they're secrets. And so I would probably say that this was a secret that was publicly visible, mm -hmm. which, of course, was not what I wanted it to be. And so that kind of sense of um, of a visible what I thought to be a mistake. Yeah, yeah. And that I never really, <clears throat> excuse me, I never really got used to the idea of it, of it being seen. So that and that, like like things do in for us human beings, they just grow. They grow in our minds. We we feed them. And nourish them, and um, and cajole them into being, and when and so they become something much more than they ever were, ever would be, or ever could be, particularly for other people. Like that's what you know. That's kind of your. That's what you're saying. Like, what's the big deal? I mean, that's yeah. not precisely yeah. what you said, but you know. No. And I don't think you're being. Um, I think you're. That was. I think that's an important thing to say. Really. And so, yeah, this thing, it, uh, it became big in my mind, huge, mm. like I had, you know, and um, like, and that's, and the simplest way, right, two ways. One was to just bloody get used to it, which is what most people do. And the second way is to get it removed. Far more painful than getting it um, uh, added <laughs> and far more expensive too. That, that's the story.
<laughs> Maybe we should talk about why you can't watch horror and I can't watch a sports match. No, I do think it's interesting. But uh, also there was something that happened this week which I did want to talk about, which I'll save mm-hmm. for next week. Give us a spoiler. Go on, just like go... Dun, 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 it's dun, about dun, saying dun, dun. sorry. Oh, Simon, we could have talked about that. You, you wanted to talk about tattoos. I didn't know I wanted to talk about tattoos because I didn't... I mean, I didn't know you had something You've good to You've been saving talk- it up. Uh, only a little bit. You wanted to. You wanted to know about Singapore. Those nine days in Singapore. I wanted. To, I wanted to about know about and the ping nine pong day balls. Was, and all those ping pong balls. <laughs> you had to go there. My tattoo was of a ping pong ball. (laughs) (laughs) That's the shame. And it actually was just, it's where the ping pong ball hit you. (laughs) It was just a red mark. Yeah, and you you had that inked in for posterity. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm pressing stop. I'm pressing stop. (sighs) 